Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, everyone. Um, welcome back. This is my um, end of year wrap up. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought I would come on here and discuss some things that I've been seeing and I've been discussing with others throughout 2022. Um, it's so, um, things are going by so fast. Time is going by so fast. It is, it seems like only yesterday we was in 2020. And we have um, breezed through that and we're almost in 2023. First, I want to say, all of this is an illusion, okay? Because um, December does not, December transitioning into January does not make the year a new year, okay? I'm going to upload a lesson. Like I said, I don't, um, I don't believe in reinventing the wheel. I believe in perfecting the wheel. So there has been a lesson from people I listen to that discusses the new year. So I will be uploading that um, lesson. Um, but since we were all indoctrinated into January going into, I mean, excuse me, December going into January, even though the Most High never named months and at, um, at another, uh, well, back in the days, way back in the days, um, March was when the new year started. But like I said, I'm going to upload um, the lesson so you'll know. But um, now that they changed it all over, because you know, the Most High said that um, in the prophecy that the devil will change times. And I already did that lesson, but, and I re-uploaded it for your listening pleasure. But since we are going into quote unquote, the new year from December 31st to January 1st, which it wasn't that way, back in the days, but now we're doing it. Um, I want to talk about the things that I've been um, discussing with other people that I know and people who call me and talk with me and um, even the lessons that I give that people upload questions and all of that have learned and experienced. Uh, I'm not going to make this um, little rap session long. But I will say um, some things that both me and my husband learned and we continue to learn and, and discover and headlines and all that other stuff that um, we read and listen to. 
that um, there's a lot of stuff happening. It's a lot of stuff happening um, in every um, area of our lives. Um, concerning self, concerning communities, concerning the world. Um, one thing I want to say that I experienced is um, friendships and how tricky that is. You know, the scriptures say a lot of things about quote unquote friendships. Um, in regards to friendships, the scriptures say test your friendships. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people who believe that they have friends, quote unquote, and they're really not friends. Um, and we know this by the, um, the young girl who lives in um, North Carolina, I believe. She went with her six friends and they killed her in Mexico. These they supposed to be friends. This is why the scripture says, test your friendships. Because that was no friendship. Those were frenemies. Enemies. Not only were they all Yashuel, they plotted to kill this girl and they killed her. And still nothing is being done. So my advice to you, and I'm going to be giving some advice, some new year advice. Test your friendships. I did do a lesson on friendships. I should do another one, go deep diving, because there's several scriptures that discuss friendships and how they're not really friendships, how you should test friendships. Yeah, and you really should. You need to choose friendships wisely. And how we can trust friendships, and I'm not going to go into a whole lesson about it, but I'm just giving you a little wrap up. How we can test them is to watch how people respond to you. Yeah, because you will know the tree by the fruit that it bears. You know, the little things, the little jabs, the little micro um, aggressions from your friends. Uh-huh. Yeah. Test it. The scriptures say, test your friendships. So my advice to you is to test them, try them. Try the spirits, the most high say, yeah, you could try them to see if they of the most high. You of the most high and you got a friend that keep doing all these little things that don't make sense. Trust your gut and get rid of it. Get rid of that person. Yes, because they will do you bad. Just when you've given all your, um, your, you letting your guard down and your trust to this person and they turn around and stab you in the back, that's not a friend. You need to, Open up your eyes and understand what real true friendship is. And, and the um, criteria for friendships is in the scriptures. And I'll even tell you where they are. They're in the book of Sirach and they're in Solomon, the um, Proverbs. That's where you need to go to find out um, how to distinguish a true friend. Yeah, because we all got people that's lurking around that ain't really your friend. It's they for self. Trust and believe that. Um, yeah, so friendships, try your friendships, please. Just try them. And what I mean by try them is test them. Yeah, if they're real friends. Because there's too many scriptures out there that's saying um, people ain't your friend. And it's the truth. It's the truth. Your friends, quote unquote, will always do something to make you think the heck why did why did that person do that if they was my friend they would have never did that uh -huh. people will not be loyal to you all the time the most i even said that everybody will um gosh what was the scripture all will uh forsake you yeah and why will all 
people forsake you at one time or another. They may not want to forsake you, but they can't do everything. They can't be everything for you. And understand that. That's why you got to give your all to the most high and nobody else. Okay? And that goes for every interpersonal relationship. Loving relationships, familial relationships, and quote-unquote friendships. All will forsake you. The most high said this. It's in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. So test your friendships and keep them at arm's length. Keep your eye on them at all times. Really? Okay? Because people will let you down at one point or another. And you gotta be um you gotta be really open and watching to see when they're gonna um let you down and for what reason. And don't let them go, oh no, I'm this happening that happened. Don't give them no chance to um make up no excuses so that you can stay friends with them because a lot of times they have their own agenda of why they're your friend. That's why you need to test friendships. So that's one thing I want to say in regard to um, what we've been seeing. The Most High has been revealing a lot of things. And one thing is friendship. When that girl got killed in Cabo, Mexico, that sent ripples. Six people plotted to kill her. I don't care if they say one person was fighting on her, whatever, all six of them had a part to play. And I'm going to tell you this, if they was here in the United States doing that, all of them would be in jail. Every last one of them. I don't know what the United States is doing in regards to extradition back to Mexico, but um, I believe Mexico has something to do with it too, because it has something to do with money. And that's the next thing I'm going to talk about. Money. We're going into a recession, y'all. And the money that has always been um, on the top of the food chain, which is the United States dollar, is slipping. It's waving. It's riding a wave. <laughs> That's what it's doing. Up and down, up and down. It's riding a wave. And um, we must be prepared for whatever's coming. We are living in a time of unknown. But I'm going to tell you this, what happened in the past will happen again. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, the same thing that happened in the past is going to happen again. There have been famines um, that they call depressions and recession, but there have been famines before. If you hear the, um, the um, garage door opening, sorry, because my husband's leaving. I told you every time I do something, that's when he leaves. But um, uh, famines, recessions, we're starting to have them. So people have to spend their money wisely. Now, those people who have disposable income, I will even tell you to be wise on what you're um, shopping for. They say melanated people, well, they say black, but you know, we're not black, we're melanated. They say that melanated people are easy money. And we are. We finance everybody's everything, but we don't finance our own people. And that's that's the issue. But as we go into this recession, because it's like creeping into a recession. It just didn't jump into the recession. That's why a lot of people can't see it. But it's creeping in. But that's, you know, that's how the devil works too. He ain't gonna just show you he's the devil. <laughs> he gonna creep and, and do all these little backhanded underlining things. That's what he's gonna do. So with this recession that's coming, well, it's already here, but it's not so present that people can see 
the tangibility of it. Meaning there's certain things that's um, off the shelves. There's certain things that you're not able to get, but you could still say, okay, well, I can't get that. Let me get this instead. There's going to be a time when you ain't going to be able to get the substitute. And we're moving into that. I don't know what 2023 is going to bring, but I feel like, and I said this in another lesson, I feel like something's coming down the pike. It just, I could just feel it in my spirit. So get yourself together. Um, make sure you have enough food. Make sure you have enough water. I'm going to do a lesson on the elements. Yep, on my um, daily lesson, I'm going to do it on the elements because the heathen have been abusing the elements. And it says that in Daniel and it says it in Revelation that they're going to be trotting down the earth. Where's the elements in the earth? Air, fire, water, earth. I'm going to get into that. But in terms of um, the recession, make sure you have enough food. Like I said, things are missing. Things are not here. And people are not, they're kind of disregarding it. But some people know that um, it's, a, um, it's a part of the recession. But there's going to be a time that it's really going to be bad. It really is. And that's the whole world's going to get it. This is prophecy. This is not something I'm thinking of, making up, pulling out of my head. Um, even the president said it months ago that we're heading into a recession, but he didn't give you the magnitude of how it's going to be. You already know there's wars all over the place. So the United States is sending money everywhere. And then inflation comes, so they got to print more money. And what is the money based on? Nothing. It used to be based on gold. China's money is based on gold. Okay. It used to be back in the days in the United States, money was based on gold. But one of the presidents, I want to say Roosevelt or one of them, took all the gold. They wanted all the gold. And now it's not based on nothing. It's just based on a promise. And you already know a heathen's promise ain't worth diddly squat. So like I said, take your little money and make sure you buy your essentials and have enough so that when it's all gone, you'll still have those. I guess this is going to teach us a lesson on how to value certain things. Because the United States, they always gorge themselves on everything. They take everything from everybody. And they use it for themselves. And sit right in front of the face of other countries and use it. It's capitalism at its best. So, like I said... Boy, Yasharel and the second flock who's listening to me and everybody around the world that can see that the things that they usually were able to get is not there, understand that it's going to get worse. Okay, there will come a time that you'll be remembering that egg or that uh, piece of bread that you had. Ooh, remember that egg we had? Ooh, them fried eggs and whatever else and them uh, piece of toast that we had? Yeah, you'll be you'll be reminiscing on that. Um, be smart. Get your canned goods, get your um, frozen foods, get whatever it is, and put some things away for later. All non-perishable items, put them somewhere for later because there will come a time that you will be reminiscing on the food you used to eat. Trust me and believe what I say. Um, so that's that about money. No, uh, no not yet. Um, stop spending on stuff you don't need. I already told you, um, the human being has very simple needs. 
food, shelter, a place to live, and companionship. That's all you need. Everything else is nothing. And that's the truth. We have been so indoctrinated into thinking that we need this and we need that by television programming, social media programming. Those are false doctrines. Programming is false doctrines. Okay? So get yourself together. Buy your essentials. Have enough essentials. I'm not telling you to hoard stuff, but have enough. When you go to the supermarket, buy a little more of the things that you need. Don't just go and start... Um, um, hoarding things like toilet paper in 2020. Now, that was crazy. <laughs> Instead of buying a whole bunch of food, people buy toilet paper. Okay, you won't need the toilet paper if you don't have no food. Okay? So anyway, like I said, be smart, especially if you have families, young people. You have to be ahead of the game. And I don't want to hear the excuse that how do we know? You're being complacent if you're waiting for somebody to tell you. You're supposed to be able to discern. Use your spiritual discernment. If you don't see a lot of stuff on the shelves and stuff is happening, you understand that there's a shift that's happening and you have to get yourself prepared. Come on now. You need to start coming up. You need to start coming up and being more aware. Lean more on your spirit and less on your flesh. This is the problem. The scriptures talk about don't lean on the flesh because it's being ruled by the devil and the devil fools you. So come out of her, my people. So that's one That's one thing in regards to money, friendships and money. Um, communication. That's another thing that um, we um, have been seeing um, not only on TV programming, but in the government um, between you and your family and all that, this this um, listening versus hearing. You need to start hearing people and listening to people. People are saying a lot of stuff. Doctrines are being spewed and people are listening to them. Instead of hearing them, let them go in one ear and coming out the other. They're not able to discern which is which because they are allowing their flesh to hear the heathens that are controlled by the devil. So work on your listening skills. Work on your listening skills and work on your discernment because we all have it. Um, I say discernment, um, common sense is spiritual discernment, but people don't exercise their common sense. It's like a muscle. If you don't exercise it, it will not be strong. Then you'll let any doctrine sway you from left to right. And then you'll be lost in the source, waiting for the government or somebody to come bail you out. And that's not going to happen. So you have to be able to speak, be spiritually aware by listening, by observing that spiritual discernment, uh huh, and using that to um, plan your next, um, the next thing you're gonna do. You know, um, communication too. Work on your communication. We as uh, people in the United States, especially in New York. <laughs> Well, other places too, but work on your communication. The things that you say matter. The way that you say it matters. You know what I'm saying? You can call somebody a low-down, dirty pig and say it in a way that's not going to offend somebody. <laughs> or you could just call them a low-down, dirty pig and they're going to know. And then it'll start an argument. Learn to communicate effectively. That's another thing. You know, effective listening skills. Learning to uh, communicate effectively, especially if you have a platform. Um, everybody's not the same. Everybody didn't learn things the same way. Everybody 
um, doesn't think the same way. They don't think about the same things the same way. I don't care if they melanated or not. You can't bunch everybody up in one box and say, oh, this is how they communicate. No, the way you learn, the way you see things is not the same as the way another person learns and see things. This is why we have to learn to communicate effectively. Okay, you can't stereotype and go, oh yeah, all people is like this. So this is how I'm gonna um, deliver the message. No, there's people that are going to learn from you because they can relate to you. And then there's people that even look like you that's not gonna be able to relate to you because they didn't learn uh, the way you did. It just is what it is. So um, learning communication, effective communication skills, you can um, reach out to everybody with effective communication skills. It doesn't matter whether they look like you or not. So that's listening and speaking and communication as far as that is concerned. Um, I want to talk about mental health. From 2019 to now, people's mental health has deteriorated. The scriptures say that people are going to um, see some things and their heart's going to stop from it. We've been seeing some things since 2019. We have. Um, I'm focusing on the children of Israel now and children of Israel first and then all melanated people and then the second flop. The scriptures dictate that we must assemble. That's a powerful thing that we can do that we haven't been doing, children of Israel. Your power is your L, your father. Your power is assembly, coming together. They changed it in the New Testament. They changed the word assembly in the New Testament to mean church. How does the devil fool the world? It's assembly. It says it a lot in the Old Testament. Assembly, 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 assembly. Because that is how you are the bride of the Most High. When you assemble. That is one of your powers, children of Israel, to assemble. What does that have to do with mental health? I'm getting ready to tell you. When people are depressed, when people feel like they're alone and all that, that is a tool of the devil. The devil does not want you to believe that there's people that's going to rally around you, especially Yasharel, and give you the power to come up out of the deception that nobody knows what you're going through, that nobody cares about you. The Most High said he loves you. So why would you believe the devil? But sometimes we can get caught out there because the devil continues to speak in your ear when you start listening to him instead of allowing whatever he's saying to be white noise. That's when you fall for the okie doke. And the okie doke is that nobody cares about you. Nobody listens to you. Everybody uh, lies to you. Nobody's for you. That's all lies. When the most high say you are my most precious creation. At the end of the day, it's going to be who you're going to listen to. Are you going to listen to the most high? Or are you going to listen to the world? The devil is the God of this world. Your mental health is valuable. You need to understand your power. You have power and authority. The Most High gave you children of Israel and the second flock too. The Most High gave you power and authority. It never went away. But when you don't walk in his will, you will be subject to the devil. The devil say you ain't nothing. Remember, the devil doesn't like you. You have to understand who the devil is to stay away from him. 
He never liked you from the beginning. Never. He said he wasn't worshiping you. He don't like you. Clay and matter. I don't like, I don't respect it. I'm going to run it in the ground. I'm going to lie to it. I'm going to tell it all kinds of lies. And then when I get him away from the, um, the most high, I'm going to kill him. And that's what the devil's doing in your mind. The mind is the battlefield. Turn away from all of this nonsense and move to the most high. Because the most high say you're the most precious creation. The most high said he made the assembly for the assembling of the bride, his bride, his woman. Yes, that's who you are. That's who you need to know who you are for real, the truth. Okay, the lie is that you ain't nothing. When the truth is that you everything to the, to the most high. Yes. So... When we see these things, when we see all this stuff unfurling, many of us go into a depression because we can't handle what's happening. But your strength is to go to someone who's able to help you. Do not be alone. Do not uh, separate yourself from people. That's against what the Most High say. The Most High says, assemble, assemble. When you assemble, when you get people to pray for you, when you get people to lift you up, because this is what it's supposed to be. When you assemble, you get people to lift you up when you're not strong. The Most High swoops in from the prayers of the saints and will take you out of the pit of your mind that the devil's putting you in. You need to detox yourself from everything the devil said. And it's all down here. All the doctrines, all of the things. Remember, the devil is God of this earth. You need to separate yourself from her. The most I say, come out of her. Why? Because one of the devil's tactics is to get you alone and wreck your mind. That's the battlefield. And that's where the mental health comes in. The first thing a depressed person say is nobody loves me. Oh, everybody hates me. Oh, I'm ashamed of this. Oh, this is happening. That's happening. That's a stumbling block. And the most high say, you can come out of that. The most high say you can come out of that. And you need people to help you to do that. But the devil's telling you, oh, no, don't tell nobody your business. Nobody's going to understand. Bull crap. Another ploy and another lie of the devil. So we all see that people are folding from mental health. And what I say to you is there's nothing wrong with seeking help. There are people who are ministers who are mental health counselors. I am one. Okay. I'm not a mental health counselor. I'm more than that. But I would, I'm just saying, yes, there are people who can help you spiritually and help you uh, physically and carnally. They can just by um, giving you tools to battle the devil because all these thoughts and stuff is not your own because the most high said I made you uh, blessed and highly favored so how are you going from what the most high said blessed and highly favored to you ain't nothing you're defeated nobody's gonna understand how did you get there you have to you have to really think about the things that you're listening to in your mind it's not you the most I say you blessed and highly favored, but you look in, your, in the mirror and say you don't like nothing you see. That's the devil getting the best of you. You need to stop listening to that. That's what I mean about the listening. Whoever you're listening to, that's what's going to bring you to the next level, either to um, a mental health breakdown or victory with the most high. I don't care what you're feeling. If it's not of the most high, you need to stop and turn around and get some help for that. If you can't battle, do that battle on your own with the word of the most high, 
Because the Most High gives us the spiritual armor to battle the devil, whether we conscious or unconscious. Okay? Because remember, you're the little light inside of the physical body. You are the light. That's why I say you need to know who you are and who you belong to. I'm talking spiritually. I'm not talking carnal because the weapons of this war is not carnal. They spiritual. And the most high didn't already let you know that you ain't fighting flesh and blood. You fight in principalities, powers, and rulers of the air. I, what do you think all these lessons is about? They about spiritual strongholds. Spiritual doctrines of devils, that's what they are. And what the spirits do is use flesh to do it. And if you continue to think you flesh first, that's how the most high, I mean, excuse me, that's how the devil's gonna um, take you down. The most high tells you that you are spirit first. The world tell you you flesh first. That's why the, uh, the war between the flesh and the spirit goes on. It wages on until the most high come back down here in the flesh of Yeshua. So in a nutshell, what I'm saying to you is check your mental health, okay? Check your mental health. And if you feel like you need somebody, I don't care if you feel like you're slipping, like one foot is slipping, you go to somebody who's able to lift you up and give you the tools to fight the devil. Because that's what it is. It's the devil. Okay. What else do I want to talk about? Okay, we talked about friendship, money, listening, mental health, um, stepping stones. I'm going to talk about stepping stones, um, how you got to where you are from where you were. I don't care what you did yesterday. You have a choice and a chance to move forward for the better. Meaning, um, whatever mistakes you did yesterday, if you learn from the mistakes, you can move on. If you're in the process of learning from the mistakes, allow yourself to learn. Because the Most High will um, move you through the mistake to the lear learning lesson. Because what a part of what we are supposed to do as human beings is live our lives. Whatever mistakes we make, we teach the other generation about the mistakes so that they don't do the mistakes. Now, there will be some times that people will listen to that or hear that and then still make the same mistake because there are some people that are able to learn from other people's mistakes and that's excellent. Then there's some people that will hear the mistakes of somebody else, but they have to make it themselves. They have to because the devil's telling them, well, it happened to that person, but it won't happen to you. But then it happens to you too. That's what I mean about the devil. That's what I mean about listening to the devil. The best thing you could do is learn from somebody else's mistakes. You know why? Because you're humble enough to say, that could happen to me. When you're not humble enough to say that could happen to me, you'll turn around, you'll make that same mistake, and then you'll get it from the devil. Yes. So you have to be able to use the things that you learned, whether you learn from somebody else's mistakes or you learn from your own mistakes and not listen to the other person. You have to be able to communicate that to the next generation so that they will um, be aware that certain things can happen, certain situations you could slip into. So those stepping stones, the things that you learn can bring you to the next level. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to help our brethren. 
even in the mental health, you're supposed to help your brethren. Whatever you go through, you're supposed to be a testimony for somebody else. Now, not everybody's going to listen. They'll hear it. Some people will have to go through their own nonsense. Remember, some people ain't going to listen from somebody else's um, experiences, which is unfortunate. They have to waddle in their own poop before they know it's poop. That's what I say. Because some people just refuse to um, acknowledge they, that they're just as um, vulnerable or um, naive or they could fall into a trap that somebody else fell into. They're not humble enough to um, receive that. And when they're not, they will fall into that trap. And then if they get out of it, then they'll know that they should have listened to that other person. But then they have a testimony that they can give to somebody else. So that's what the stepping stones are. They move you, whatever you learned and accomplished will move you from one um, part of your life to another. And you'll be able to share that with somebody else. Every experience is important because you're able to share that with somebody else and give somebody else those stepping stones to move forward. Um, another, things I want, another thing I want to talk about is setting goals for your life. We have a lot of um, people that don't know what they want, what they love. They don't know what they want to do. Um, I have had this in the past with people asking me about certain things. I say to the young people, and this is what should have been happening. This, um, your whole family should have uh, come forth and help you to develop the person who you will become. When you're young um, or when we are young, this is everybody. Um, we're exploring everything, all of our avenues. We're exploring everything we want to do, everything that could be possible for us to do, everything. That's important. Your dreams, your goals, everything is important. Your family should be there to help nurture those goals and dreams and even allow you to partake in some of them that will lead you to what you want. Like some people want to be astronauts, some people want to be doctors. Your parents should give you the tools, buy you um, doctor sets, give you um, telescopes, give you whatever it is, or let you take classes to understand what it involves. This will shape and develop what you want to be. And um, even your parents should nurture it too in the shaping and development of this way. Um, you'll have a clear understanding of which way you want to go, which avenue you want to go when you grow up. I know my mother did. My mother allowed me to stick my foot in everything, meaning, oh, I want to take ballet. I took ballet. Oh, I want to um, be an archaeologist. She bought me a little set that you could dig stuff up and, you know, buy me books to uh, for me to understand what that means, what it means to be that. Oh, I want to be a psychologist, a psychiatrist. Buy books to understand what it means. And that's the avenue that I moved in. Even though I wanted to be a whole bunch of stuff, I say to myself, I am a jack of all trades and a master of a few. Because literally, I have degrees, master's degrees in various areas. Um, I know some people might say, oh, that's a world thing. Um, that's the world that you saying that you um, educating this and that. But I say this to say, 
If you live in the world right now, you have to be able to do something. Whether you're going to school to master something or have a degree, a graduate, graduate or undergraduate degree um, in the area of your expertise is good because this life is a game. If you don't play the game, you're going to have to fall and be um, taken care of by the government. And the government is not for you, honey. The government's not for you. So if you don't take charge of your life, the government's going to do it. So all this stuff about being educated is hogwash. In order to play the game in the United States, you must be educated, especially if you're melanated. You have to. Because nine times out of 10, you have to have a doctorate degree to be in an area that somebody that don't look like you could just have a bachelor's degree. Nepotism is for real. Um, racism is for real. In order for you to play this game, you must be equipped to play the game. Don't come to the game and you don't have nothing because the government will take over and you still won't have nothing. I'm just going to give you an example. People who never had an education, never had no training, no nothing. They want social service. Social services has so many stringent rules. If you make more money than a, um, the 200 percentile of poverty, you're going to be um, affected. You may not be eligible to get fi um, uh, finances from social services. This is what I mean. So all these people saying, oh, you know, the people who's educated, um, they think they better than this and that. That's not true. Some people move forward in their lives. They put their education as who they are. And that's not how it is. Some people hold up their education as if that's who they are. You're a human being who is educated. If somebody's smart enough and intelligent enough to understand that you're not your education. It's a part of you, but that's not who you are. This is why people believe that um, certain people think they're better than somebody else because they're educated. Because those people who they've met are leading with their education instead of saying, hi, my name is whatever. The first thing they come out with is, oh, I'm educated here or call me Dr. This. Those are the people that lead with their education. They lead their lives with the education. And there's a lot of people that don't do that. I'm one of those people. Yeah, I'm educated, but that's not who I am. That's a part of what I've experienced in my life, but that's not who I am. I'm Yasharelle. That's what I'm leading with. This is why I do these lessons. I don't lead with an education because I needed an education to live in the United States and to um, have a life. This is what I mean. There's nothing wrong with getting an education, but don't lead your life with it. Oh, I'm this because I'm better than everybody else who didn't have education. That's what they mean. But I think it becomes convoluted when they don't break it down. Um, a part of living in the United States and abroad is to have an education so that you can have a life. Okay? And um, a living. You need a living. Not just an existence. Those people who don't have education, those people who don't have training, they have an existence because somebody else is dictating their lives and giving them money. It's coming from somewhere else. Whereas if you have a life and you became educated, you can dictate your own life. 
because you can do what you want with your money that you earned. So that's the difference between um, getting an education and not. So those people who didn't have an education, I bet you they was trained in some area that they got money. So training is still being educated in whatever area that you was trained in. So that's that as far as education goes. Those people who have money, you can't make money if you're not trained in an area. If you haven't learned an area to make money. Even those people who are rich and never went to school, they were trained in a certain area to get money. So that's still education. So I guess people are not um, educated enough to understand that even your training is education. So what I'm saying is, as far as you being educated, learn a trade or become educated in the area that you want to be and master that area. And then you can live the way you want to, period. Okay, set goals. Learn what you want to learn in the area you want to learn it, master it. And whatever that means to you, as far as a certificate, a degree, whatever it is, let it be what it is and move forward and live your life. And teach your children to do that too. Don't teach them, oh, because this person got an education, they think they better. That's not true. Some people lead with their education and some people just have an education and they still doing what they need to do in their lives, period. That's the difference. Um, and I guess... I hope you understand what I'm saying. I hope I'm clear when I say there are people who lead by their education, meaning their education is everything. It supersedes who they are when in reality, it really isn't who you are. Even if you're a doctor or whatever, you're a human being that studied in school to become a doctor. So that's your occupation. That's not who you are as a human being. That's what you need to understand. So when people get that right, then I guess they can... Um, get it together and not be um, upset at people who are educated because everybody doesn't leave with their degree. So that's that. Um, change. I want to talk about change. The only thing that you can rely on in life is change. Because things are not going to stay the same. <clears throat> As we know, since 2018, things have been changing in front of people's eyes, which is causing mental health and um, everything else. Some people are not used to change, but that's how it is. Nothing's going to stay the same. The only one who's going to stay the same is the most high. And he said he's never going to change. His word ain't going to change either. Heaven and earth can pass away. His word is not going to change. So we know that the most high is not going to change and neither is his word. And neither is the truth, which is the father, the word, and the truth. There it is. Never change. Everything else is going to change. People are going to change. Places are going to change. Names is going to change. All kinds of stuff is going to change. Righteously and wickedly. There's the wicked people that's changing things and there's righteous people that's changing things. Okay. As a saint, you are going to change from being a sinner because the difference between a saint and a sinner is 
The saint learns from his mistakes and keeps moving as that saint. The sinner is going to keep doing what he does. So that's the change. Saints are going to change. Things are going to change. Customs are going to change. All kinds of things are going to change. And we have to understand that it has to be that way. Some people don't um, react well to change. And um, I pray for each and every one of us who are experiencing changes that they can't handle. I pray to the most high that they're able to, um, to um, receive it and move on. Because um, sometimes change hurts. Sometimes we can't move past things that have changed. But I pray in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach that we're able to receive it, especially going forward, because we don't know what's going to happen. And I pray that everybody's able to receive it in their spirit. That transitions into learning and growing. As we learn things, um, we do grow. Um, hopefully we learn from our mistakes. Hopefully we receive uh, the changes that happen in our lives and we move forward. When you open yourself up to the most high, the most high makes it a bit easier for change to happen, for the acknowledgement and the understanding of change so that you can grow. We grow from um, learning lessons because if we don't grow from it, then we're stagnant. And the most high does not bring you to this world for you to stagnate because your, your position and your um, the rule of life, life is for you to learn, to grow, and to change and teach others. That's where the assembly comes in. So like I said, if you're stagnant and you're listening to the devil and he's telling you all this stuff, grab on to your brethren who's able to help you and change. Um, help you to learn, help you to change, help you to grow. So um, these stepping stones of life um, are there when we learn um, from our mistakes and learn from the teachings of life and we move forward. And that helps you to learn, it helps you to grow. And you in turn go and you learn uh, and you teach somebody else so that they can learn and grow. We all do this together. This is how it's supposed to be. But Yasharel, not all uh, Yasharel is going to be able to receive this message because they're still going to be against each other and they're still going to treat each other bad. And it says that in the um, Testament of Yahuda that we're going to treat each other bad. And as a matter of fact, the whole Yasharel be tearing each other up. They tear each other down. They do. They don't hold... Um, on to one another and they don't teach one another and they don't lift one another up a lot of times. I'm not saying all the time. Some people do, but a lot of people don't in um, in Israel. And I mean Yasharel, the blood covenant Yasharel. We tan each other up. All of this stuff that I'm talking about, I did lessons on. So you want to peruse the whole platform library and just go through these lessons. This is just a summarization of what's been happening since I've been teaching and even before that um, on this platform, because I've been teaching way before I got on this platform. So that's what I'm saying, summarizing the lessons that I've um, lectured and what we've been going through as a people 
in Yasharel and the whole world. Um, I don't know if I said violence against women, but um, in Yasharel, I'm going to do a lesson about women, period. I have to. I have to do a lesson. It's going to be spiritual and um, what's happening now, karma. I have to. And I have to um, go to the root of the problem like I always do. How it came about and it started with Eve. Um, but today, um, there's a lot of violence against women and predominantly the daughters of Zion. A lot of stuff is happening. Not only are other women abusing and killing other women, which is what happened in uh, to this particular woman in Mexico, but they're doing it, the, uh, the sons of Zion is doing the same thing. They're abusing their counterparts. You're abusing your counterparts. So once the sons of Zion abuse and destroy their counterparts, what's going to happen to them? It's like you cutting off your own hand. It's your hand that you're cutting off. I, 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 I'm not going to say I don't get it. I do understand how the devil works. I do understand how the devil works. But I need you to understand that Yasharel is destroying their own counterparts within their own nation. That's what they're doing. They're going outside their own nation and they're abusing the daughters of Zion, their own nation, their sisters, their mothers, their aunties, their daughters. They're abusing them. And we need to stop the nonsense. And I'm not saying that the daughters of Zion is not doing stuff to the sons of Zion because they're doing that too. Coddling them, abusing them emotionally, making them feminine. Oh, child. It's a mess. Yasharel's a mess. They need a, old, a whole overhaul. They need an overhaul. Um, what else do I have to say? Uh, trust. This is what I'm going to talk about. Trust. And then I'm going to wrap it up. Be careful who you trust. Because the devil is out to get you. You out here trusting everybody but your own nation. You out here supporting everybody but your own nation. And the Most High already told your ancestors, do not go by other nations. Only stay in your own nation because the rest of the nations um, follow the devil. Children of Israel haven't listened since back then. You already know we in Judges. This is why they're being judged. Even Shimshon, who they call Sam, um, Samson, keep going outside his own nation. You see what happens when you follow other people the rest of the world is led by the devil and have been since the beginning of time you already notice if you're listening to the daily lessons you already notice when you're listening to the cliff note lessons you know this it's coming straight from the bible you have to discern who to trust you have to rely on your spiritual powers you have spiritual powers discernment is a spiritual power okay it's connected to common sense Discernment is a spiritual power. You have to lean more on your spiritual powers in order to weed out who you should trust and who you shouldn't trust. And the people right now who you trust in is a liar because they listening to the devil. I'm not going to go into all of that too much, but that's some of the things in 2022 that we've been doing. 
um, we've been discussing, we've been following. And those are the things that I ask you to look at and consider when we move forward into 2023. The days are going to be um, shorter. As you already know, I uploaded um, uh, reports that the, uh, that the world is turning on its access faster. So seconds is, they flying. We will start to see that more and more. When people say, wow, I thought it was Tuesday. What day is this? This is how you can tell that the times um, are fa going faster and time has become um, shorter. And it will continue to do that. The scriptures are being um, led by the Most High, letting you know that time is flying. Time is flying. And you need to know and pay attention to everything that's happening. All the scriptures, prophecies are coming true. They, we are in them. We are in them. So what I want you to do is pay attention, become spiritually aware, discern to your surroundings, to people, to times, and everything else. Be aware and keep your eyes open. Because the Most High is going to slowly open everybody's eyes and not with being quote unquote woke. I already told you woke means less distracted because you're not doing what you was doing before 2018. You're paying more attention. But um, your eyes being opened and your ears being unclogged, that's spiritual. And then you'll start overstanding what's happening. Right now, people are not getting it. They're just looking at things, but they're not able to connect it spiritually. But when you keep walking in the word of the most high, he will um, send the Ruach to unplug your ears and open your eyes, take the scales off your eyes, and he's going to start teaching you truth. So um, like, like I said, um, I hope that all my lessons that I gave this year was a blessing to you. I hope it edified your spirit. And we will continue as long as the Most High allows me. And I want to say again, Happy New Year, even though it's a social construct. And I hope to see you and I hope to um, hear more from more people in 2023. Enjoy and until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast.
It's good to hear the word of truth of the Most High. But you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks.